0: Hi there, welcome along to this podcast and this week on What's New 23 we featured an incredible guitarist in Steve Lukather, famous for his work of course with the band Toto On the panel were two fabulous guitarists in Phil Pendlebury and Ross Swanson and the great drummer Eddie Parsons and together we took a listen and we gave our thoughts on the brand new album Bridges from Steve Lukather. Enjoy the podcast and join me live on the show weeknights 8 through 10 here on Dubai I 103 3.8 listening to the UAE's number one talk radio station.
1: This is the Night
0: Shift with Mark Lloyd. On Dubai Eye 103.8. Yeah, Welcome back to uh, the show and uh, What's New 23 our panel is going to be taking a look at, at uh, an album and I, it's quite a, you know, a feeling of excitement in the studio. Straight ahead of me is the engine room of many a band in this city in uh, drummer Eddie Parsons. Eddie, good to see you. Hi Mark and good evening everybody. Welcome to the show. Now I've got two exceptions Guitarists, and I, I mean, exceptional oh. guitarist. To my left, Phil Pendlebury, who's done a ho- whole lot of shredding over oh, the years, shredding. Thanks, and Mark. he's nice still to shredding, you. aren't you? Nice to be back with you. Yeah, it's good to be back. And uh, Ross Swanson, of course. Um, I've shared a stage with you
2: many, many times. Ross, yes. great to see you, sir. I mean, it's a last-minute stand-in. It here. is. It's, it's yeah. better to be a fifth call than uh, not at all. You know what <laughs> well, I mean? Well. So let's say like, get well soon to uh,
0: Emily, who couldn't, sadly <laughs> couldn't make it tonight. But I don't think you took too much persuading when. That when I tell you who we were going to be uh, talking about. But just a couple of things I want to mention before we get into it. Brian Adams um, performing in Salt Lake City was briefly interrupted by a stage crasher who took it upon himself to grab the microphone and blurt out the second line of Summer of 69. We've had people, we had things being chucked on stage last week. Stage crashers, people that can sing it better than you can. Has it ever yeah. happened
3: to you guys? Now, now he knows how we feel. Yeah, exactly. Playing his song. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And, and, the, and no, you. you You're not allowed to touch the mic. Uh, We have to have a permission from the (laughs) government.
1: (laughs) (laughs) It's interesting you say this because there was something I was watching on YouTube and uh, apparently it's quite a thing at the moment, especially in the States, that there are artists being outsung by people in the front row of of their audience and uh, maybe it's been
0: yeah invited and it's,
1: and it's no and it's it's audience uh that, <laughs> audience. I've, seen, I've seen michael buble do it he got a, a young no no up, no Bublé. this is just people literally piling on there and on no just just giving it large and um apparently <laughs> it's it's a thing now in the states and they're having to be uh vip I bet they Guess are even more so The ones that are right in the yeah. I the bet there was a fair old meeting With
0: security after yeah. that Yeah uh, And finally um, Before we get into our album um, One Direction Zayn Malik Has come out And admits That One Direction Were absolutely sick of each other By the time they left the group Any of you guys been in bands Where you're totally sick of each other When it breaks up Not one <laughs> Plenty. Plenty uh, Not plenty <laughs> But yeah Some Yeah Think it can get on, you know. I, yeah, I guess, never, I,
3: ever. Never, I did. I did say in, a, in an interview in What's on in about 93 that being in a band is like being married, although I didn't know at the time. Yeah. But hey, to, to four, four or five
0: people.
4: Yeah, <laughs> exactly
3: <laughs> right. <laughs> OK, let's get down to the music,
0: because I know we're all excited to hear the wonderful guitar of this guy. I had fun today playing that little together, I know it might not be absolutely perfect and on the beat, but it does highlight mm. the great guitar solos that belong to the one and only Mr. Steve Lukather, who's mm-hmm. uh, the guitar player, of course, famous for being in Toto. I have two great guitarists. First of all, thoughts on Steve Lukather, Phil?
3: Yeah, I've I always been a little bit of a fan. He played um, a, on a couple of solos with one of my favourite US bands called The Tubes. Okay. Uh, not super well-known. They're still going now. Fee Waybill, the singer, is an amazing vocalist but he did a he did a solo steve did a solo on uh talk to you later and it's basically just him doing everything he can like what you've just played Mm -hmm. Uh, i then found out later that he did so many other things the thriller album. thriller album Imagine getting
0: a call off quincy jones can you come and
3: play guitar on beat it beat it that was all him apart from obviously the solo and he played it much heavier and got asked to tone it down Then you go into the rest of the band and they've written theme tunes for movies and so on and so forth. Mm. So, yeah, yeah. Mm. I've been a fan, but not necessarily on the playlist. Uh, Mr. Swanson, Steve Lukather.
2: Mm-hmm. Well, we heard it right there. Uh, I was just saying, actually, before we jumped on air, that uh, the Hold the Line solo that you just played uh, from Toto is is one of the biggest influences on me as far as guitar tones go. I just right. I loved the tone on that solo, and the way it's played, obviously, yeah. as well. You keep saying you have two amazing guitar players here. I'm wondering how many personalities you have, Phil, because... I don't think I'm included in that group. I think it's probably all your personality, but but I will say, I will say, I I can't play like him, but man, I love that tone, so I've tried my best. So yeah, huge influence on me in terms of tone right yeah
0: got you um i was lucky enough and i was kind of shaking a little bit when i was uh, interviewing steve Mm. Lukather. till i settled into it Mm. and and really you know got into a good chat and um, just one clip that i want to play which i will never forget was on how the beatles completely turned his life upside down
5: well i saw the beatles on the ed sullivan show like everybody else in 1964 and my life went from black and white to color like was it (laughs) wild irony yes it's just, it just—it just happened. It, it just—it just magic. It, it, there is magic in life. Yeah. The music, the, the sound. It was like I, I had been possessed. <laughs> you know what I mean? And, and and possessed by beautiful music. Yes. Back then, it was like, oh my gosh, what's going on? You know. It took over the whole world it wasn't just the music it was the whole thing it was peace love and all that you know love not war and all that stuff you know i grew up in all that you know i I still believe in it. i played in ringo Starr's band for nine years ringo's one of my best friends
0: so yeah his world went from black and white to color when he heard the beatles it must have been amazing that wasn't it you know watching that in the states eddie i mean you're a massive beatles fan
1: Yes, indeed, and just listening to him there, he's so enthusiastic about it, even after all this time, and um, it clearly made a a big impression with him, and uh, it reminds me of an interview I heard of, um, what's his name, the guitarist from the Eagles, blonde guy.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. Joe, Joe Walsh. Walsh.
1: Joe Walsh, who said similar things. That the first time he saw the Beatles way back when they first went to the States, it just blew him away, and it was mm. just like the thing. It was like, no, I want to do that. Yeah, <laughs> that's <laughs> my a, world now. And away you go. You know. Anyway, he's done amazing
0: things, of course, not only with Toto, but uh, with his solo work as well. Bridges is his ninth studio album, um, Steve Lukather. And and it's come at a time when he said toto is no more it never will be anymore and we'll find out why a little bit later on but this is the nearest that we're going to get to a new toto album so uh, let's get a track in when i see you again First single, then, from uh, this album, Bridges, from Steve Lukather. I'll go to Phil first on this one. Uh, What do you think?
3: So, this was uh, When I See You, right? I just want to make sure I've got the notes right. It's a little bit confusing. Um, I was expecting this to be actually Toto because they're all on it, yeah. And in fact, uh, uh, Joseph Williams, the, the, the lead vocalist, eighty-six, eighty-eight, two thousand ten, two thousand nineteen, twenty twenty, does backing vocals. So it's Steve Lukather doing the lead vocal, which doesn't yeah. particularly float my boat when you've got used to the Toto yeah. range. Yeah. Right. One thing with that particular track, I want to point out, is my favorite drummer of all time, Simon Phillips. Um, and it's the only one with him on that we're going to listen to today. All right, all right. It's okay. It's a nice rocky tune. I'm all yeah. right. Not got much more to say on that one, to be honest. Simon Phillips, um, Eddie. Yes. Anyway, um,
1: I'll come on to Sir Simon in a minute. Um, classic rock, I guess you would yeah. call this track. Um, it's a lovely smooth vocal from Steve Lukather. He's got a, a gorgeous voice, as do yeah, most yeah. of the guys from Toto. They were all lovely singers, both collectively and individually. And I love the change from the main uh, groove when the, it, it, there's, it drops to that pre-chorus for, I think, maybe 8 bars or 16 bars, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. And it's a lovely sort of vocal change there that leads into the chorus, which is a lit more, little bit more melodic. Again, Tip classic Toto. It's rock with a small R, but that doesn't mean it's soft rock. Yeah, it's just yeah. very cl- classy, um, mature, um, seasoned w- intelligent it's intelligent rock it's not just crash bang wallop but it's got it's got the groove <laughs> yeah. there it's happening the drums are lovely it's typical simon phillips drums and, and like Phil, i'm a bit, a bit of a connoisseur of, of of simon phillips it's lovely tom work his tom, he's always had beautiful tom work but he's unfortunately to my ear has always had a weak snare drum just doesn't the snare drum is just whereas the tom the toms are beautiful <laughs>
2: nice it's, fat not, fat. No, it's not fat enough it's not fat no, it's not, fat, yeah, it's not fat, I'm afraid. It's a bit wet, right. <laughs> yeah, okay. but, but overall, a lovely song, yeah. yeah. Um, Ross? I love the impact of the intro uh, with that drum mm. intro, you know, and it comes in really big, beautiful vocal doubling and super, super subtle harmonies through that, that first yeah. chorus. Yeah. Really beautiful. You actually have to really pay attention to hear them, and then the later harmonies that are more obvious are gorgeous. Uh I'm not a huge fan of the guitar tone. Uh the the choice of I don't know, it's a little uh little spiky for me. I don't know. Just because spiky I'm spiky guitar tone. Yeah, I'm I'm used to a certain thing from Steve Lukather and this kinda isn't really it. Um I just with the drums in regards to that. It's funny you mention that because I wish there was just a little bit more clarity and definition with them. The snare seems to stand out enough, but that tom work, like you're saying, it just should it should jump out at you, and it just doesn't, in my opinion. Um, but overall, I had the exact same review as Phil. It's okay. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, funny,
1: uh, <laughs> I, I thought that about the guitar tone on this one as well. The yeah, rhythm yeah, guitar just, it, it just sounded a bit
3: mm. ordinary to, to me. I think the production luke williams and 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 of course him is executive, yeah. and I think they could have done with a producer, yeah, you know because yeah. for me, with fresh that, ears. when I saw Simon Phillips on that, I was waiting for the cl- and I love all of simon phillips 's work and I know how he records it, I know all the, all the tricks of the trade that he uses. And I was actually disappointed in sound, you know, quite like him. And the same with the, the tone. Yeah, I yeah. totally agree. The solo is lovely, though. He's mm. He's got a lovely tone on the solo, but the rhythm work was a bit... Mm. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah,
0: it's a little fizzly or something. Yeah. Uh, thank you, Andy, for your message. Got to love the tubes.
3: Um, Ah, good man. Completion Backwards (laughs) Principle. That's the one. Is that the album? Talk to you later. Is that a song or an album? No, that's the album. Right, I need to listen to that. The track on that is called Talk to You Later, which Steve was involved with.
0: Lovely, thank you for that, Andy. Much appreciated. Um, And we'll be back with more music from uh, this album Bridges from guitarist Steve Lukather. You're listening to the UAE's number one talk radio station.
1: This is The Night Shift.
0: On Dubai Eye 103.8. Yeah, welcome back into the show. We've got the panel joining us with Phil, Eddie and Ross. We're taking a look at the new album. It's called Bridges from Steve Lukather. Let's get another tune in. This is called Someone. Someone.
4: I don't see.
0: song number two then from uh, the album bridges steve Lucafer. um that's sounding a lot more like toto to me um eddie
1: um well interestingly i didn't think so <laughs> right. um i thought the it was a nice big live drum sound especially the intro with the bass drum sounded very live which was nice uh unfortunately i, I found the lyrics were a bit too predictable they were the, the okay. sort of easy rhymes, you know It was like, well, he could have done better there And the overall feel of the song As the song progressed, reminded me more and more Of a police song It just had oh. that feel mm. Of that, yeah, yeah, of that yeah. Yeah. It just felt like I'd heard it before A little bit faster in a police song somewhere I mean, it, it was very well played And but it didn't wow me. Yeah, it, it was nice. And also, there was a... Do you remember a band called Mr. Mister? Yeah, yeah. That, there was Wings. a bit of that kind of feel to it, which is not a bad thing, because yeah. it's a similar vein, that sort of AOR, sort of um, yeah. classic rock sound. But yeah, it was okay yeah there's a lot of okays going on at the moment phil
3: yeah tricky one obviously there's a little bit of that policey style i suppose but it's just a cleany guitar with a bit of chorus on it's okay nothing nothing what for me is really hitting me with this um incidentally shannon Forrest playing drums on all of the rest of the tracks we're hearing tonight and another incredible drummer um but what, what, yeah? what's interesting to me is I'm missing the, the lead vocal from Toto Once again, yeah. Pace and William Pace is the, yeah, the keys keyboard player, player yeah. he's, on, he's on that and he wrote, co-wrote a number of the tracks I tried to break them all down It's a bit of a complex equation um, So I was expecting a bit more dynamics on the vocal on the lead vocal. Yeah, yeah. Was that him singing, a think, no, or was that Steve? St- it's all Steve. All okay. the lead vocals are Steve, and yet, like I said, uh, is, is it he, because Williams we're, does, we're expecting Toto, but this is a Steve no, look at the record? I, no, it, I don't know about what uh, Russell make of it, but for me, it's not that I was expecting Toto. It's just, hey, if you've got Joseph Williams in your team, and you're the guitar player... Yeah. Um, with a decent voice then put your lead vocalist up there but then it, are we taking it away from being a Steve Lukather Yeah, album? maybe maybe. and again this goes back to the yeah. self production syndrome which maybe we can talk about in one yeah. of the other yeah. Yeah. Well, what do you make of it Ross well
2: I because I was kind of a last second call to the show I didn't have the opportunity to look up all of these things so I just went in with what does it sound like yeah. what's there, what's in the recording, what does it sound like and to me again it's the same thing. I'd love to know what he's using for his guitar tone because that intro to me, given the Lukather history, I would have expected more of a chimey, clean tone, like, you know, ultra clean with a bit of chorus on, on it, maybe. Uh, again, not a big fan of the main guitar tones, surprisingly. It's a Steve Lukather album and I'm not, I'm not liking the guitar tones. That's crazy I know you shocking me, guys. I know. I'm <laughs> oh. shocking myself. I, but I love the layering in the middle section. Let's get into some good points here. That nice dreamy section, the solo is uh, very melodic, really lovely. Uh, Uh, And especially considering we know what Steve Lukather is capable of, his, his session guy side of himself is really showing. He's holding back and just playing what the song is asking for, as opposed to just, hey, look at all the techniques I know. And that's nice. You know, I do like that. But again, overall... Okay is exactly what I have So right. is, it a,
0: <laughs> is it a lead singer that we're looking for on this, uh, of, of total quality? For me,
3: I think now is the time to just give you this 30-second thing. Self-producing syndrome. Right. I have to do it because I can't afford to pay a producer. But I know if I do a track and I send it to Eddie, he's going to have a little bit of input on it. that might, mm-hmm. He might say, well, uh, have you thought about doing another? Mm. Um, but when you're doing it all yourself, it's a tough job. Because everything's okay, everything's right, and I think there's an element of that there. If he had somebody to pull in the reins and say, "Steve, how about you know
2: cleaning that guitar up? Yeah, how about we get uh, you know Joseph to sing to sing <laughs> the right. lead it's, on yeah. this one? It's just that extra set of ears, isn't it? Like if I, you could be doing something that you know something is not quite right, but yeah. you don't know what it is, and you don't have the other yeah. people there to tell you. Oh, They're, I think maybe try this. You know, I mean, we're in that scenario a lot uh, where all the time. everyone comes yeah. in and you all have input. It's all cre- constructive so and. You, yeah, yeah yeah you've got no, to be uh, able to take addict. it have not you and, yeah. and,
3: and act on it w- would
1: uh, going on what you've said in the past when you've spoke about production would he not have a team around him that perhaps they would they would well, say well actually Steve you know or, or is it was he too precious for to that, be
3: honest it? Who knows? All I'm going on is a quick look at Wikipedia, by the way. Don't <laughs> worry. I didn't spend hours doing this. All I know yeah. is is the few personnel that are listed there. And from what... Yeah, there's a mix engineer and there's an engineer. But and there's, there's no one that's going to tell him what to, to do. To me, yeah. it doesn't look like... And it doesn't sound like that there's mm-hmm. anybody who's come up and said, Steve, maybe, you know... We were but I could be completely wrong about that It's just the way it comes across to me yeah. Alright, let's,
0: let's get another one in then um, We're kind of uh, We're not sure about Steve Lukather's Solo album, we love his work with Toto And with Michael Jackson uh, This is Take My Love
4: When I should have be
0: Right, then, from uh, this uh, album, Bridges, um, in a very much a bluesy groove there, uh, Eddie. Yeah. Um, Kind of bluesy vocals on that, and uh, guitar licks. What do you think?
1: Uh, Great drum sound. Nice, big big snare, big, lovely drum sound. Mm -hmm. And a gorgeous chorus as well. I particularly like the little change of uh, notes or chords that are used within the chorus great and i had a thought um whilst i was listening to that and given the conversation we were saying previously both on and off air could it be that we're just seeing a guy who's been there done it all got the t-shirt done it he's been on you know he's been there big time for a long time and he's just in this studio having fun Mm. and doing an album and maybe not trying to prove himself he doesn't have to be steve
4: Lukather. yeah yeah he
1: just is and it's very easy for us to go oh well mm," because we have a preconception of steve Lukather being this whopper
3: wow wazzo guitarist and maybe
1: he's just in the studio Mm. knocking out some tunes with some friends and it's because he can i don't know for for me
3: to answer that one is absolutely of course yeah but that's what we're here for that's what I would like to hear um, obviously he's done it on purpose it's not an accident yeah. he's not you know he's, he's not new to the game um, and you know he's probably made that decision I would think wouldn't you that, that right I'm just gonna do this myself yeah it doesn't have to be a Quincy Jones it doesn't have no. to be well um, I totally, totally agree let me just point out quickly totally agree the drums blew me away on that one Love it. lovely mm. live feel um, and a couple of nice little odd cards, yeah, yeah, for blues. Yeah. Well, well, just, just Hammond, before, Hammond as well.
1: Just before Ross yeah. comes in, uh, I'd just like to say in to finish off that whole point he's currently touring and has been since january of this year and he won't conclude until december he's doing solo dates he's doing dates with uh, ringo stars all-star band he's yeah. also <laughs> um touring supporting journey on their current tour so i mean the guy is busy yeah you know mm-hmm. he's he's always going to be working always going to be in demand and maybe this is just him throwing out an album so he can tour this year and i don't know yeah ross <laughs>
2: Yeah, you just should have picked a better tone for it. But anyway, uh, the, the, the be- intro is beautiful. Beautiful intro, sets the mood. I mean, lots of space, those fun chord changes that you're yeah. talking about, those stood out to me too, where I went, oh, that's an interesting yeah. way to do that. Takes that classic rhythm and time signature and, and just keeps it really interesting, especially for people who've been playing playing for a while. You know, it's something interesting to listen to. Verse 2, I love the interplay between the piano and the organ. That's that's great. The little guitar accents. I would have loved a nice, juicy strat tone on this thing, just to, to add a little bit. You know, I'm going to try to digress there a little bit. Uh, this song was begging for a massive guitar solo, and, he, and what he played was a perfect blend of melodic lines and just the right amount of sort of faster passages and at the right time as well. And again, we always said in the studio, your session is showing because it's always when we start, you know, uh, doing those things that are typical of a session player. And this is one of those things. He's just playing the right thing at the right time. Again, not a big fan of the guitar tone. I don't want to keep talking about that, but You know, um, I just would have expected it to be a little different. That's all. Uh, The choices were a bit odd to me, but great song. I like this one. Probably my favorite one of these. Yeah, Yeah, okay. Uh, I like that one as well. Uh, We'll come back with a couple more as we look at this album, Bridges.
0: This is The Night Shift with
3: Mark Lloyd. On Dubai
0: I 103.8, the UAE's number one talk radio station. What's New 23 looking at uh, the album Bridges from the one and only Mr. Steve uh, Lukather, of course, um, the uh, famous guitarist from the band Toto. Uh, now, I mentioned uh, that uh, we chatted to him on this very show a few years ago, and um, he told me a little bit about the, the pretty much the ending of the band.
5: The thing is, we, you know, we had a band, and... It- that october 2019 that band ended and then we went through litigation there were some uh, legal issues and we had to we split the percentages and all. we yeah. got all crazy our original manager should have dealt with this but hey that's a long that opens up another can of worms after configuring this we would joseph and i both had solo albums coming out and they're doing really really well and we were going to tour together anyway and then david page got involved and he worked on both of our solo albums. He, so come on we and we came up with this concept of the dogs of oz <laughs> rink, the, the nudges everybody knows that the dogs of oz the dog of oz is toto so we were impressed and then all the agents and the promoters go call it toto go on the road play the hits you know so we put together a band to go on the road play the hits play the deep cuts and play some cool stuff off our solo stuff yeah yeah uh, it, it's not total 1978 it can't be no it's not total 1983 it can't be i mean you know jeff and mike Picaro passed away they're in heaven right now you
4: yeah know? yeah
5: david page is on stands with joe and i and um we're going to carry on the the
0: plan our music carrying on playing his music and um you know not doing the things that toto did back in the 80s and 90s Yeah,
3: again it's slightly odd to hear that nice interview mark by the way thank you it must have been thrilling actually it was thrilling um (laughs) as i said earlier apart from the sadly passed away i mean picaro if anybody's going to do picaro it's going to be simon phillips uh but he's missed but apart from that they're they're there pace is there and, and joseph williams the vocalist is there. Yeah, Pesh yeah. was the keyboard player he also yeah. did some amazing work he did the theme tune for the original june yes. movie yes. and it's it's out of this world so th- this is you know it's a little bit of a shock cuz i was expecting You was little.
0: expecting a bit more from it wasn't yeah. you yeah uh, okay all forever's must end <laughs> This the album, uh, the ninth studio album from Steve Lukather. And um, I'm just reading uh, some of the notes here that I found. The album comes out as a sort of a means to release new material without releasing it under the Toto name following a lawsuit filed by Susan Picaro. Uh, The widow of Jeff Jeff. uh, Picaro against Lukather and David Page, who are sole directors of the Toto Corporation, because she uh, believes she hasn't been paid money due um, to her former husband's estate. So that's why Toto Mm. is no more. And that's why we're moving forward with... um you know what could be the closest we're gonna get to a Toto album we not, not mentioned the bass player by the way
3: yeah, yeah. L- leylan and, and, and he's done uh, you, you'll all know he's phil uh, collins but for, and, for yeah. listeners who don't know the guy he's the guy with the big beard yeah long long beard he does he has a youtube channel and he just talks and he, he's up to i think two three thousand videos now about all the different artists he's worked yeah, with yeah. linda Ronstadt, wham the, ba- the bass line did he do wham the bass line <laughs> in wake me up before you go, go. Whatever you think of that song, the bassline is a work of art. Have a listen and to it's it, Mr. Smart. That's him, and of course, in the air tonight, Phil yeah, Collins. Yeah, well, yeah. Well, blah, blah. Okay, final thoughts yeah. on the album, Phil? <laughs> I think the simplest thing for me would be to give it out of 10, I will give it a seven. All I'm right. a little disappointed with Steve, but like Eddie said, he's probably just done what he wants to yep. do. I would like to get hold of the stems and remix it myself. <laughs> Eddie, yeah. give me a call. Um, <laughs> this this last track is classic toto isn't yeah it? it's classic toto definitely. and the
1: drums are straight out of the jeff baccaro drum book i mean the mm-hmm. boom the mm-hmm. boom the single beats on the top i love that yeah so yeah a lovely song to finish off um similar i can only echo what phil has just said about the album there's something that's not quite right about it but it overall it's yeah it's lovely but um Hmm. Yeah, seven. Is it the songs? Are the, are the songs unmemorable? No, I don't think it's. A, I think it's, it's Ross was onto it. It's the tone that that he's using, and and the expectation of people like Steve uh, uh, the, Steve Lukather is like oh Jimmy Page, Jeff yeah, Beck. Yeah, I mean, yeah. he's up there. You expect yeah. him to have you know if if Satriani or Steve I comes out, they're not going to have a tone that you go, ooh, yeah.
2: it's going to be there. No. Ross? Well, just quickly on this song, that this was the clarity that I was looking for. Like the, There was a little bit more of that that tone at the off the top. The drums were more clear. Everything was just higher production. It sounded great. As far as closing thoughts, listen, who am I yeah. to yeah. question anything Steve <laughs> Lukather does? We, we I always say that. Though. I am nobody, yeah. and he's one of the greatest to ever do it. So, you know, there's that. But at the same time, I know what good guitar tone is, and mostly it's not on this album. But, right. you know, it's, yeah, seven, I agree. Ross? I agree.
0: What well, Can we see you out and about in sound playing?
2: I will be every Saturday. I'm at uh, the Brasserie 2.0 brunch with Vice City. That's uh, Sheena Murray, Fox Fairman and Isaac Tebaz on the bass. And then I'm with singer Georgia at night on Saturdays at McGinnigan's, uh, the new one in Dubai Science Park. Lovely. Phil, are you out Sorry.
3: Little Bavaria on Friday, Umel Kowain, Saturday, PJs. And on the way to that gig, I'll be listening to this show. So hello, oh. my future self. <laughs> Hope you're doing well. PJs in Abu Dhabi on Saturday yeah, night. Criticizing Luke, yeah,
0: criticising Steve Luca. Guys, always a pleasure to have you uh, on the show. I really enjoyed it, talking about one of the greatest guitarists, as uh, Ross said, to ever do it.